0: Good morning everyone, or whatever time of day it is for you I guess. I'm recording this on a morning walk. It's a little bit of a test, although I've kind of done some tests, still not too confident with the setup entirely. Uh, We'll see how it sounds. And. See how it looks. Still got some tweaking to do, some money to spend to get some better equipment. But hey, I've been thinking about doing this for a while. Finally got the opportunity to start going on more morning walks. So we'll try to put out some more kind of casual videos. Been working on. Uh, Some longer form presentations And I'm really excited for what I have put together so far and For now it's kind of me just having to be patient and finish a lot more of the work that needs to be done before I Actually do recording and posting of that Obviously there's quite a few steps there I left out for anyone who's ever tried to make a lot of content or make online content you know, you'll know that it's not exactly easy, there's no magical button that you just push that makes a podcast or makes a video or makes a blog. Um, you know, it's a lot of work and when, when maybe for you it's more of a vocational thing or kind of a part-time thing, like it is for me. Um, then other things come up sometimes, like I was kinda saying in the last video, you know? And, it's not always easy to just focus on editing long videos, or Or even, you know, what I've had to do more recently is to reassess my presuppositions, to reassess, just squeeze through here, (laughs) uh, my worldview and some of the assumptions and definitions and, like I said, the kind of the building blocks, the presuppositions of my personal world philosophy, my personal worldview. Um, hopefully you can hear me alright, it's a little windy, I like it. that's what I've been testing out is the different forms of the mic. and. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous the way that I have this all rigged together, but as long as it looks and sounds okay. (laughs) So anyways, I mean, that's what you should do, is take some time off, or constantly reassess and challenge your own worldview and beliefs, and that's sort of what I'd like to talk about today, is in in the world. We have collectivism, we have forms of authoritarian collectivism, we have forms of, you know, not so authoritarian collectivism, Um, voluntary collectivism, I guess, voluntary servitude, But, you know, and we see that in the left-right paradigm, political left-right paradigm, also we have a freeway right here next to us, so, you know, we're planning on relocating in the near future, somewhere a lot more quiet. (laughs) Right now I'm right in the middle of Salt Lake City, right next to the I-15. And, uh, man, when we leave here, it's just so nice to get away from the noise. It's amazing to be out somewhere away from all the freeway noise. It just sounds so much different, so much better. I'm just that walking at the community center here, but anyway, so, you know, we see that in the left-right paradigm, obviously. Uh, once you're in one of the clubs, it seems like the, the, those people have a harder time questioning their cult, questioning their political beliefs. Especially like, you know, certain uh, topics, hot topics in the group, like abortion or immigration, uh, this war or that war, this bill or that bill. So, you know, here in Utah especially, we see people that will just vote Republican without even thinking about it, and I'm not saying I'm for one way or the other, but it's just because that's how the community, especially the overarching religious community, tends to vote. And so we see that. We see that in groups people tend to think less, <laughs> to think less critically. So, there's clear examples of this, but then the less clear example will be of the group, or, or maybe the, the one that you're in, you know, the people that you're grouped up with. And I saw this big time in in the in the so-called freedom movements or freedom community. But still, obviously, I still see it. And these people have the same kind of thing. There's all the things that you say and do when you're in the the voluntarist, anarchist, libertarian crowd, which is. That we should all live according to the non-aggression principle. And that every interaction with another human being should be voluntary. And other things like the free market is the best guide and the best decision maker for what should go on and what shouldn't. And the best path to freedom. And that nonviolent communication is how you should interact with others, right? And I don't know if you can hear the tone in my voice, but I'm kind of showing a little disdain, you know, for these, for these edicts. And for anyone stuck in those mindsets or, you know, that these are your, your commandments, well, I would challenge you to start questioning them not because wanting to interact voluntarily with others is bad <laughs> of course not the question you know maybe the position that you're in in regards to what you're saying and how the relationship that you have with the government may actually be quite voluntary and it may be you who is maintaining the relationship through ignorance, through apathy, and through cowardice. And I would venture to say that that is where most of the voluntarist anarchist libertarian crowd is at. That they're in a complete victimhood mentality. Still a slave, still awake, asleep, not awake. You know, that's the other thing that you'll hear. Is how awake everyone is in these communities, and how everyone else isn't. But then that person will go and hop in their car with their registration on it from the state that they've voluntarily gone and purchased. And if they needed to, they could show their driver's license and proof of, you know, complying with all the edicts of the state to perform the functions necessary to. Drive a car in, in the eyes of the state, and I'm not really making a judgment of these things. Like, oh, well, so you shouldn't do that, or you know, why don't you just quit your job and move to Mexico or something? It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's a giant contradiction for you to be begging for all of the government to just leave you alone and to make your whole life, uh, you know, easier if the government would just treat you more voluntarily. Well, quit maintaining those bridges then, you know, stop, if you were going to be standing in non-contradiction, if you were practicing real philosophy, if you were attempting to apply your worldview and logical, you know, assumptions and presuppositions and conclusions to your own life well then you'd stop paying all the taxes you wouldn't have a driver's license in your pocket right now you wouldn't be paying property tax you wouldn't have a mortgage you wouldn't have a citizenship you wouldn't have a birth certificate if you if you didn't have to you wouldn't have a social security number you wouldn't maybe even be living in this area and I know that this is going to enrage certain people, uh, because it sounds like I'm making the argument of, well, if you don't like it, get out, and that's not the argument that I'm making. I'm pointing out the contradiction, which is an extremely important function of logic and the art of non-contradiction, and that comes from the presupposition of the worldview that in nature there are no contradictions. And then it is only us, and our logic, and our way of seeing the world that can be flawed. Okay. So, you can disagree with that, and that's fine. Um, the scientific community, or science itself, I guess, not the community, but science presupposes logic and non-contradiction. So, I am suppose there's people on the other side of that argument, but that's not, that's a different time in a different place and I'd be willing to have that debate as well. You know, the debate of, is everything just random chaos and, you know, maybe, art, maybe nature does contradict itself because maybe, you know, maybe it's kind of more of a primacy of consciousness worldview that everything's created from my head rather than the, the primacy of existence, which, you know, I think this is a dialectical argument. Um, but anyway, in these groups we see a tendency for reacting, for overreacting, we see a tendency for non-critical thinking, and uh, we see a tendency towards violence in a lot of cases with, if you look at like black-block left, left-leaning anar- anarchists or or even the left-leaning political spectrum at the moment in the U.S. it's becoming, you know, they're claiming that, that words are violence or, or that certain opinions or a meme can be violence. But these people are the most extremist and the most violent. You know, they're, they're unreasonable. You can't talk to them. They're beyond talking to, which is, you know, where they're immediately going to enact violence on you if you're, if you're not in the cult. And it's becoming more and more that way, so there's contradictions standing all over the place. But especially, you know, I don't like to get in too much of a discussion about the completely, totally brainwashed asleep people that are still, you know, like, believing in this current form of of government and the political show, and Trump versus, you know, and the trade war and the, the wall and all this stuff, like, it's all psychological warfare, it's all, it's all there to manipulate you and keep you in fear and make you stay a slave, basically. So you know, I'm I'm sort of pointing out the contradiction of my peers in order to try to raise the conversation up above just making fun of statist's um, and in to almost another dialectical argument, kind of like I brought up in the last video of your whole life becomes a definition of anti-state, you know? Instead of seeing outside of that and maybe, you know, getting out of the cult a little bit. Because I agree, I mean, I'm not opposed to freedom, I'm not opposed to the non-aggression principle, I'm not opposed to voluntarism. I'm opposed to standing in contradiction and telling other people how to live their lives while you yourself are in contradiction and not living up to what you're even saying, and maybe, you know, allowing a lot of things through unfiltered and repeating them downstream because everyone else in the group is saying the same thing. A good example of this can be like nonviolent communication. In the libertarian crowd, this is a big buzzword. And a lot of people will just throw it out there, and it's, oh yeah, and all the heads nod, and oh yes, of course. But, you know, if you look at nonviolent communication, what it really is, is a form of uh, manipulation, and mind control, and uh, persuasion. And it's a technique used to intellectually disarm the other party, to play on their emotions, and to get them thinking that you're empathizing with them, in order to get them to see things your way. Now, (laughs) in the art of an argument, sorry, in the discourse of an argument, or in the art of discussion, sure, is everything I just described about nonviolent communication a really bad thing? Maybe not all the time, but it's not necessarily the direct path to freedom, and like one of the tools in the tool belt that the libertarian or anarchist or voluntarist should be using, I mean, people that are like masters at the art of nonviolent communication are like people like Obama, you know, master con artists, <laughs> sure, like you can bust it out with a guy that's about to like kick your ass and maybe, you know, you can de- de-escalate the situation and, and in certain situations. I'm sure it can be useful, especially if the other party is completely just incorrect, but this whole well let me appeal to your emotions and see if I can get finding out what it is that you need and then fulfill that need in this conversation. That's what nonviolent communication is, that makes no sense. That's not in alignment with the trivium, with logic, with the truth. It has nothing to do with any of those things. You know, and in fact, it will not get you any of those things. It's not something that will lead you or help you f- discover the truth any closer. You helping, you know, in using nonviolent communication. So I understand that people are trying to persuade other people all the time into their cult, into their belief system, and their group, and that's why they need nonviolent communication. When it comes to truth seeking, when it comes to living in truth, which is the ultimate way to the most prosperity and freedom for you and your immediate circle, and that expands outward, seeking and living in truth, practicing non-contradiction in your own life with your worldview and what you understand to be true, which is constantly evolving. But things like non-violent communication don't have anything to do with that. People saying that you should be a voluntarist like them aren't voluntarists. They're slaves. They're cowards. They're pathetic. A lot of these people, they they want you to be like them. Because they're unhappy. They don't have a family. They're all anxietied out. With trauma. And I'm sorry for that, but, you know, you have to watch out for these people online. They're everywhere. And you're basically, you're, they're selling you a product. Which is, oh, look at me out here doing all my activism. Changing the world. Look at me in my nonviolent communication. Manipulating everyone that I come in contact with. Not working. Not bringing in any income. Oh wait, no. They are bringing in income from people giving them money on YouTube or their website. Because they've bought into the to all the rhetoric, right? And they're sitting in their office cubicle saying, Oh man, I wish I was out there being a voluntarist and saying F off to the state. Maybe I'll just start saying I am a voluntarist and not actually do any of the work. And that's what happens. And it happens more often than not, I would say. And these people that are online are fake, basically. And so I also need to say that there's some genuine freedom lovers out there, whatever that means. There's some freedom loving truth-seeking real human beings out there who do admit when they're wrong about something who aren't just going to stay in the same philosophical mindset for 20 years because it brings in a lot of crowds and good money and you know i gotta start kind of wrapping this up because of the, the testing i didn't let things charge up so i'm running out of battery but. Hope it sounds alright. If it does, I'll post this. It's probably a little wiggly too. I need to get a better... ...swivel stick. (laughs) So one other thing is... ...an example of this. And people will know... ...you know, the names I'm dropping and people like that. If If you're kind of in or around these scenes... But uh, you know, I'll kind of pick on them. These people, the the Anarquipocho crowd, specifically here, kind of the crypto community. You know, the main f- platform that they all work off of, and that this the newsletter and all that is working off of, is Facebook. <laughs> and these same people, including the organizers and and everything, will constantly. Talk crap on Facebook. Talk shit about Mark Zuckerberg. Which is fine. Not a big fan either. But then, why is your main working platform on that platform? Oh well, it's because it's where all the people are. Which really means, oh well, that's because that's where we're going to make our money. Okay. So you think that freedom. And anarchy is brought about by doing whatever makes money wherever the people are. Well, good luck with that, bro. (laughs) Good luck with going to all the people that don't want to wake up, that want to remain slaves on Facebook, give away all their data, and don't give a shit about privacy or about anything else like that, and are willing to just give it away. Hey, but they're all into making money too! But well, where are they at? Facebook. <laughs> well, that's really gonna get you a lot of freedom. I mean, just expand that out. Oh well, you know, the free market, bro. That's how we make money. So if someone wants to do a bunch of completely, you know, disgusting things, or hey, as long as this, as long as this, the non-aggression principle, bro. We can have as much butt sex as we want, bro. That's freedom. Isn't freedom listening to the Grateful Dead and taking a bunch of acid, bro? Come on, don't you want to be a boomer and fall for fall for the Hillary versus Trump show and go home and... Drop some ass and listen to the Grateful Dead and think about how messed up the political landscape is and make fun of snowflakes, bro. Yeah. Exactly. How far did that get you? You know, the guy that told you to drop out was a CIA agent, Timothy Leary, so maybe we should have been paying a little bit closer attention. I'm just taking that mindset and that worldview out to other places. Oh, well, we, we would just be, you know, true to our principles. And we wouldn't be contradicting ourselves, but we've got to make money, man. Well, how's that going to help anything? How's that really going to do anything? You're not even staying true to your principles because you need to make more money. And that's where all the people are at, man. They're all on Facebook, bro. And I can hear people, oh, well, if you're going to wake people up, you got to go where they're at. No, that is not how it works. Because people don't want to be being woke up. And, it, and you're not woke up. I would never call myself awake if I'm still a complete slave. <laughs> you're not awake. You're a coward. Admit it. work out of that. Work from there, work from the truth of your situation, that's how you get out of it, you admit it. The reason why you're in the position that you're in, maybe it's generational, maybe it's the families before you, maybe it's the parents and grandparents and their grandparents, they all did it, so hey, you're stuck there, well hey, it's better to say that than, I'm a voluntarist, look at me, and I'm a huge slave and a voluntarist at the same time. No you're not, you're a liar. You look stupid. You know, and this is what my presentation that I'm working on will go into, eventually. Initially it's just more of kind of describing the psychology of all this. And so, it's been a bit of a rant. I think it's a good video to stop there and leave there. Uh, TylerBloyer.com if you want to follow my work. And yes, I am on the Fedbook. book. I don't really post on there much. But I see the contradiction of even myself today ranting on people, and then you go, and go look me up, and there I am on Well, I was fooled. Go watch James Corbett's last documentary on. You know, something I've been looking into for a few years now is how government, CIA, intelligence agencies, they're behind all these big tech companies, big social media platforms. It's been from the beginning. It's all designed to spy on you, gather your data, and control you. So, you know, break off of those platforms, Maybe go somewhere else, maybe don't. More or less just on there to say, hey, I'm over here, somewhere else. Anyway, see y'all later, have a good day.